but Scott and Todd, October 2nd, 2018, already October. Unbelievable. Pumpkin spice, everything is out there, abound in the world. Pumpkin spice. <clears throat> exactly. And uh, here in Denver, it's supposed to snow next Monday. So, you know. Sweet. <laughs> welcome to the, whatever. Welcome to fall. Here. Yeah, welcome to fall. Fall's winter. Fall started about five days ago, and it's over on this weekend. It's over on Saturday. So, pretty excited about that. Todd's closing a door. Um, Pumped. But you know, whenever you close a door, another one opens. Something about, oh, something shit. About, something like that. The door just There's opened. The, window. the door just opened. What do you know? All right. Um, so, I wanted to kick off this week. Not with all these NBA questions. We'll get to that towards the end of the pod <laughs> so that people can just turn it off when we get to that point. No, man. Everybody wants to hear the NBA shit. All right. Well, if you want to hear the NBA shit, you got to sit through the other shit. All right. So oh, I wanted to start with a question that came up at work today. And I just had this conversation with Jamie and we disagree. And I don't know if, I don't know if you and I are going to, going to agree or not. But okay. the question was, what defines, a, what defines a boy band? And it started... Because the coworker of mine and the other person that she was speaking with had a difference of opinion on boys to men as a boy band. So no, fuck no. That that sparked a whole conversation. So all right, so clearly we are going to disagree. So then I Wait, want you to. You think boys to men is a boy band? Let me. I, I have my. I have a reason. I have, right. I have a whole explanation, but I'll let you go first, and then I'll just shoot down. No, all no. Let ears. me hear this bullshit explanation where boys to men is a boy band. Okay, I have a small handful of it, it criteria. It is made of, for... of male members. I guess that's true. <clears throat> yeah, boy band. Here, here are my criteria for a boy band. Okay, hit it. Pretty simple. First of all, by definition, it's got to be boys. Okay, it's got to be a group of three or more because two is a duo. So it's got to okay. be three or more boys. And when I say boy, I mean it can be. It can be men. No pun intended. I know we're talking about boys to men essentially here, but certainly um, they can, you know, young men, whatever. Um, they, as a general rule, are not known as in the way that historical band members are known as the drummer, guitarist, bassist. Anyone in a, a boy band consists of no musicians that play instruments exclusively. They are all singers. Okay, they can play instrument. They can play piano on a song or play guitar on a song. That's fine, but that's not their primary instrument. Their primary instrument is their voice. Okay, there has to be okay. in live performance. There has to be some level of choreography to their music. Okay, and what they play. Okay, okay what they play has to be popular music, popular at the time. That's about okay. it. Now, do I think Boys to Men checks all of these boxes? The only one I, I would maybe question is the choreography. I've never seen them live to any great extent, but I have seen really some. Let, let me let me finish. I've seen some yeah. clips, except for the older dude, the the bass of the band, yeah, um, who always had like some sort of limp in his gait. Yeah, I he, think he they got all. Kicked out. Yeah, he did get kicked out. He's not in the band anymore. That is true, but. He always had a cane in the video, so I feel like maybe there was a limping situation that we didn't know anything about, didn't know the details, maybe a little football injury. I don't know. But the point is, 
you watch the Motown Philly video, you watch some of the older videos when they were at the height of their popularity in the early and mid-90s, there was a lot of dancing going on. So I'm imagining that in a live show for boys to men, you're going to see some choreography. So, therefore, they clearly check the other boxes. I think they are a boy band. Now, are they the stereotypical boy band that everyone thinks about? The Backstreet Boys, the 98 Degrees, the NSYNCs of the world? No. Do they still qualify as a boy band? I think they do. Your turn, go. Not a chance. Tell me why. Uh, so let's see. To me, a boy band has to project the image of youth to some degree. Okay. okay. So we think about Menudo going farther back. Jackson 5, I think you could call a boy band. 100% I would call Jackson 5 a boy band. New yes. edition. Absolutely. New kids on the block, no doubt about it. Yeah, NKOTB. Um, Direction, more recently. Yes, go ahead. But I, I don't know. The Backstreet Boys don't have that vibe of the bo- boys boy band. They, they never, I mean, classic hits like I'll Make Love to You. Boys don't sing that song. That's a man song. I was going to react, no but I just had to laugh. I just had to laugh. Uh, I, I don't know. They're just not a boy band. They're they're an R&B acapella, or not, vocal group. Right. They're not a boy band. Is way, Jodeci a boy band? I don't think so. Is, uh... I think Jodeci might qualify. I, I no, Again, most people wouldn't consider... Up with that shit. I, I don't know who Jodeci is, though. Isn't Jodeci a duo? Uh... Uh, I, don't, I don't know, I, don't know I, and I can't speak not, I can't speak intelligently on Jodeci that was never my uh... there was that other <laughs> band I can't th- I can't think of the name it was like Silk or something in the 90s that had like a hit song Raw um, ba- who, who is who went Silk I don't know who that is I'm thinking of another one um, that had their major hit was very much an adult theme song was it Raw Raw Bass no no, it wasn't Silk. That's another band. I'm looking through some of these things, but I, I can't remember the name of the band. Uh, it, this wasn't my genre of music, so I, I have limited knowledge Again! For, for both yeah. boy band and uh, R&B music. But I I do not think of Boys to Men as a boy band because they don't. They were more in the men. Like if you said... Uh, uh, another bad creation. That's more of a boy band. Although they did more rapping, I feel like ish. Yeah. Like, see is, that one. Uh, that crisscross a boy band. I know it's a duo, but no, it's a duo. Disqualified. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Stupid. Who are we talking about? <laughs> ABC. I mean, ABC yeah. is close. The only reason they're on the fringe, in my opinion, is because their music it never hit that level of. Of popularity, and a lot of people wouldn't have considered it pop music. It was more R and B slash rap. Up. What? Boys to, or uh, another bad creation? That would totally pop songs. Shy. That's the band I'm thinking of. Oh, shy. What did you say? Silk. 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 That's another band. <laughs> <laughs> There's a band called Silk. They have, apparently have a song called "Freak Me" or something. Oh, I'm just looking up. Nice. All right. How about? <laughs> But uh, I'm trying to think of what another's. So another bad creation, Aisha, very popular song. Aisha, Aisha, yeah, it's a good song. Boys singing about a, a girl, a, a schoolyard crush, if you will. 
I mean, that's sure. got to be a boy band. But uh, boys to men, uh, yeah, still got a song called Freak Me. I I need to would, I need to point would, out you, that would Belle Biv DeVoe be a boy band? No fucking way. I don't know. I don't know enough about them. I mean, I I, I watched the the new edition story, and so I know Belle Biv DeVoe, and I know Belle Biv DeVoe was obviously involved in the success of Boys to Men and blah blah blah. I just I don't know enough about them. Some crossover members. On their own. Yeah, there was a lot of crossover. By the way, your volume is very low. It's very low again? God. Yeah, please do something about that. Unplug and plug back in. We're just fixing things on the fly here, folks. Don't is you worry it, about is it. Is it better now or not? Yes, that, yes, that's much better. Um, what's going on with this shit? I don't Sorry know. About Sorry, it's listeners. Me... <clears throat> yeah, listeners are very upset about that. I get many emails. Color me bad. <laughs> that's the one I was thinking about. Oh, yeah. Color me bad. Definitely yeah. would. They, I want to sex you up. That's the song. <laughs> yeah, they they. I want to sex yeah, you up. Yeah, I feel like they're the, they were sort of the bridge, if you will, from the boy part of boy band to the, to the adult part. The more freaky deaky and sync. I don't know their music, so I'm guessing they had more so, sexually driven yeah, they songs. Probably, I don't know. That's the only one that I know. So are you saying then that you're going to put an age cap on the definition of boy band? Yes. Is that what I'm hearing? I'm going to put a hard age cap on. Whether... I mean, obviously, once you, like, at their peak, they can't be, like, over 25 when they're making their hits. Hmm. We'll say. Interesting. Okay. I feel like, what I was starting to say is, I feel like at the outset of this conversation, you actually were using profanity to express how much you disagree with the idea of Boys to Men as a boy band. But then once you started talking at all, you're like, well, I don't know. I mean, no, no. I think they don't qualify. I, I would not put Boys to Men in the boy band category. Okay. So so you are focusing a little more on the boy part. You think they do have to be either they have to be a certain age or the, the content of the songs and the subject matter has to be. I think there's the content and then I think the, I mean ostensibly a boy band is a pop group so right. they're appealing to I don't know six to their core demo is probably like ages Seven to like 15. 10 to 19 or something Okay. if you're a loser and still listen to boy bands at 19 right. no offense to all our 19 year old female listeners which I'm sure we have zero of oh, um, never know. who listen to boy bands <laughs> um, I mean, they've been waiting I, I for this pod I, for a year. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't listen to that when you get older, because certainly, like if you if you were 12 when New Kids yeah, on the, the Block, yeah, the nostalgia aspect, and oh. Sync comes out, you're going to listen to them through. It, say you start at 14, and then they've dropped their sixth album, and you're 25. That's fine. You can still listen to. Them. I'm not saying you can't listen to them. I'm saying Obviously. the people that they're targeting with their music are tweens and teens, okay, maybe so early I, 20s. I have many questions based on this garbage you're doing here. But <laughs> no, no, this, this is this... not my only criteria. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Uh, they're a pop group for the age who, part. Who, I mean, boys like their music too, presumably. Um, right. They're popular music, and that music is, especially the more poppy end, is targeted towards I think younger listeners. Okay. So high school I could look... age, I would say. Right. The peak. I can look this up, but I'm not going to because my computer is very slow at this point. But let's say 
Motown Philly, which was one of their earliest hits for Boys to Men, one of the early hits. Let's say that came out when they were all average age of 23, 24. Are you now speculating that at that point they could have qualified for a boy band, but when they did End of the Road three, four years later, a more serious topic, they're now over that 25-year age bracket that they are no longer a boy band? No, I don't, I don't think they ever were. That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess mm. they were like high school age-ish when, they, when their Cooley High Harmony came out. I'm looking this up now. Okay. Um, hip-hop doo-wop is how their style was dubbed. Right. Um, yeah, New Edition was in the same vein. I learned that from that New Edition. Yeah, I'm, Documentary I just feel like... I mean, their peak was... So they, they met at a performance art high school in philly um right. so they were in high school it says and they met in 85 and formed in 87 cooley high cooley high harmony came out in 91 so that's five, five years, years so that's five years later so they're in they're in their 20s. early 20s yeah 22 23 like i said i'm not saying they couldn't be a boy band i'm just saying the image they projected was not of boy band there wasn't the choreography, I think, is a key part that you were talking about. That was not a focus yeah. of their performance. It was more vocal uh, yes. gymnastics. Fair enough. If you will. Like, the harmonies were tight. The, I'm sure they had some dances. I feel like it was more like they would be singing and there would be dancers around them, though, than them doing the uh, Running yeah. Man in their videos. I don't recall specifically. but Very possible. So... So then we can make this differentiation because I think the early years of Boys to Men were very similar to the mid to later years of New Edition. The one key difference being, because New Edition started when they were literally in grade school and middle school, but the one key difference being that New Edition kept that choreography all the way through. And I saw a reunion tour or clips of a reunion tour on TV where they are still doing that. They're not doing the dance moves quite as well or as quickly, but they are still doing the choreography even today. So I feel like the mid to later years of New Edition um, would match up and go in line with the very early years of Boys to Men, whereas Boys to Men quickly, dare I say, matured into men and then started talking <laughs> about humping broads. And suddenly they're not a boy band anymore is what you're, again, that's, I, that's what you're putting on the table. Yeah, my premise is that... <clears throat> Maybe the early years were on the tail end of what you would call a boy band, but they were never, in my mind, never perceived as a boy band. If you said boy band, boys to men would not be in the top 10 bands that I'd list, assuming I could come up with 10. Excellent transition. Oh, assuming you come up with 10. I was going to say, list the top, list as many as you can. Top six, top seven, top five should be pretty easy. (laughs) Then you start to kind of start wavering into other territory here of boy bands yeah i'll help you out if you have any issues i mean i'd i'd put the jackson five as number one if we're gonna do that we're doing it chronologically that's fine okay jackson five sure not not i'm talking talent wise oh well no doubt about that and then i mean i guess who was i thinking of I mean, I don't really know the music of, like, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. Timberlake is obviously a talented fellow, so right. I feel like NSYNC would have to be up there somewhere. The rest of the okay. band, I think, is mostly garbage. but Just background, yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'd You're... I'd probably put New Edition up there just because I like their earlier albums. Because that again, I was like eight, right, <laughs> or so the when they came out. Nostalgia. Not yeah. to date myself too much, but like, nineteen eighty four was Candy Girl. You're right. <laughs> those were targeting me, so yeah. Um, I definitely listened to that tape about a billion times. Candy um, Girl, it's a great tape. Excellent album. Uh, trying to think. Yeah. What other, What else we got? I've gotten three. No, you got more than that. So you have Jackson. I do. Five. Here, I'm gonna help you out because you're an idiot. Jackson no, Five. <laughs> I got Jackson. I mean, I guess New Kids on the Block. I was never really a fan of their music, but it was popular. I, I wasn't either. I was but obviously, enormously popular. Tiger Beat basically existed on New Kids. Backstreet Boys. The other one, I, I think now the One Direction has some pretty catchy bangers oh boy. oh boy an admission an admission of guilt if you will i never expected that that's going to be the title of this podcast todd loves one direction that's the subtitle um, I, i've heard one song and i was like oh that's a catchy song that's about all i know about one direction and now they're dear lord harry styles is on his own sort of thing you know what else hang on hang on i'm gonna, I'm gonna say artist. something Go i'm gonna come out and say something that is against everything that i've said for the first 15 minutes of this all podcast right, bring it I think one other requirement, I just thought of this, based on everything you just named. Oh, they got to have a solo artist. At least one member has to break out and have a solo career. We got Michael Jackson. Sure. I don't know about New Kids. They didn't really have any, I mean, they had Marky Mark. They had Marky I think Mark. Jordan Knight, didn't he, wasn't he like their guy? Possibly. Mar- it wasn't Marky huge. Mark wasn't in New Kids, though. His That's right. His brother was. was. His brother was. He, he, he broke out to be an actor, so that counts. Obviously, we have... Um, we, we have he, Timberlake. Would you say he broke out? Well, I mean, he became a he was a decent actor. Whatever. Um, we have JT. Uh, we have uh, from Menudo. We have uh, Ricky Martin, obviously. One Direction. I think I think they're officially split up now, and all of them went on to do solo stuff. So I think but maybe I think that Harry would Styles be a is the big one from that. I think Jordan Knight okay. or maybe Joey McIntyre. Oh yeah, that's the guy that was like. Joey McIntyre. Okay. He was. I mean, they was, were all. He sold over one million records as a solo artist, which whatever right. people buy garbage, so that doesn't mean anything. Um, um, obviously, Bobby Brown and uh, Vince Gill from New Edition. They both yeah, broke I feel out. Yeah, like somebody solo else too. Actually, Vince Gill had a solo career before he came in, but. Um, so that anyway, so that might as we were talking about that, I was like, wait, this this could be a requirement. Not Vince Gill, Johnny Gill. Vince Johnny Gill. I knew guy. Vince, Vince, yeah, Vince Gill is a country singer, I think. Oh, Bell, Johnny Big DeVoe Gill. were all in New Edition. So you could yeah. say they had, they had their own, not solo career, but breakout career. Breakout Actually, all trio. those dudes. Bell, Biv DeVoe, oh, yeah. Bobby Brown, Johnny Gill, and Ralph Tresvant. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph Tresvant wasn't quite as popular, but that was the guy that had the super high voice. Trust me, when that New Edition movie came out like a year ago... The next two but, weeks, all I did was listen to his on Spotify. I researched. But I all think he did. A, I Trez think he Vance. did. I think Trezvant had a lot of like solo, more R and B hits. It was. It was. To, it was all sexy love music. Yeah, the videos were shirts open. As, as my friend blowing. PJ says, sexy jams. Sexy jams, hundred percent. Yeah. Shirt open, fan yeah. blowing it back. The wind, ah. maybe a little rain. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. <laughs> no one saw that except me, but yes, that's exactly what. You what can Ralph's picture it. Like. Yeah. Or not, if you choose to. I, I would suggest you not picture that. But, they don't know what um, I look like. They can picture it. Good they point. <laughs> Some of them do. You, you realize this. Some people listening right. know what yes. both probably, of us look like. Probably most of the people listening 
know what we look uh, like. Yeah, I would venture a guess at this point. <laughs> I'm going to say 95% know yeah. at least what one yeah, of us looks like. A very good idea what at least one of us. Um, so that might be a new wrinkle into that into that discussion. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to uh, have an offshoot. So, wait, what's uh, was there a Backstreet solo person? I don't know any of their members, obviously. Um, was that Redhead dude? Did he have a solo career? Isn't the there one that looks like he has red hair or something? He's like the I, short I one. I have no idea. Joey Fatone. Oh, wait. One? Nick Carter. He had a solo career. Oh, yeah. That's not, Nick who, that's not who I was talking about, but. Nick I Carter he... is the one who's now like in a punk band. He's all tatted up. Like he's destroyed his life. I think that's Nick Carter. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I, I, I side sidetracked ourselves. Um, but my point is so we named a half dozen that are pretty solidly in that in that realm. Brian Luttrell is the guy I'm thinking New Kids of. on the Block. Okay. The Ginger. Jackson 5, Menudo, New Kids on the Block, um, New Edition, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, One Direction. Yes, I'm sure so the there's question is, many more we don't know anything about. I can't believe we talked you about You said so Boys to Men wouldn't be in your top ten. I'm telling you, we got that far. Next up in line, knocking on the door, is Boys to Men. No, I w- what's that one with the... Dude that was married to Jessica Simpson. 98 Degrees. Did oh, we say that one already? 98 Degrees. Okay. Fair enough. They were definitely a boy band. No question about it. Um, I'm just and saying. The was you, you, the solo. Even with the top 10, is what I'm saying, is I, w- I would not think to add boys to men. I would add another right. bad creation before I'd add them. Aisha. I can tell you she what. was the girl that I never had. Aisha, Aisha. Aisha. Anyway. That's a good song. All right. Excellent song, excellent song. All right, twenty-two minutes of boy band discussion. What, what was the what was the other song there? Oh, oh, on the playground. Not such a good song. At the playground, you or know. At the playground. Playground. I'm really. I'm the. I'm making this terrible for myself because I'm gonna have to put all the stuff in the bed behind. <laughs> I'll probably just go back to back new edition songs for this entire conversation. Yeah. The hell with Wait, whatever. Anybody do we always have music behind us when we're talking? If we're talking about music, we do. Yeah, interesting. It's, it's should, quite rare. I should listen actually. to the podcast. Like, yeah, you should actually listen to the damn podcast every now and again. You don't have to listen to yourself talking. I put in the timestamps. Just go to when we're talking about music based on the timestamp and then listen to that part. Focus okay. on my voice, not hearing yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah, you won't. That's fine. Um, okay, so that's our boy band I just want to say to our audience, it's not because I yes. don't think we're not making quality content. I just don't want to listen to myself talk. Yes, he hates his own voice. Not surprising. Yeah, I mean, it's understandable. By the way, for the record, I still have a tape of, I don't believe it was your first radio show at Clemson, but it was an early radio show at Clemson. Oh, you have the Down at the Astro show? The what? There's one where I'm singing along to a Fugazi song, rewriting the words. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but no, I don't believe that's what it was. Oh, interesting. You have a tape of it. Although now I'll have to shows? go find it. Yeah. Interesting. You gave it to me. It was before I went to Clemson. You gave it to me. You're like, you need to, you know, you can be doing this. Brush up like, on your radio course. skills. <laughs> right. And then I went went on to do 10 years of radio at a college radio station. Long story. Different day. Anyway. Um, put radio in hard quotes on that one. Hey. A living legend, my friend. Yeah. Living legend. I think we have more, I I think we have more listeners with our podcast than, than you did on your radio show. 
We definitely do, but that's because we only <laughs> our broadcast reach was about a mile and a half, and it was a college. No one cared yeah, to listen to I, the local. I listened to it on the the internet a few times. Oh, I listened to it too. Yeah, no, I know you called in. I have those shows on on uh, MP3 as well. <laughs> I, was, I was I was about to say that. I was like, it's definitely not that. Why am I saying that? That doesn't make any sense. I got him on debt. I'm really real. Anyway, all right, let's completely change gears and talk about. Yes, and talk about this past weekend. You went to, for the first time in probably 20 years, I don't know. Possibly. You went to a Citadel game yep. at Towson, which I believe it was it was some special event at Towson, if I'm not mistaken. I saw it on the Towson. on the TV. There's no Z. Go ahead. What am I Towson. saying? Not Towson. Oh, Towson. Like you're saying Whatever. Clemson. Towson. What a, yeah, Clemson. Uh, Towson. It was like the, I don't know, the hundredth anniversary. It was some, so they didn't. You weren't paying attention. Never mind. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, they had shirts on. Their colors are yellow and black, and they're. It might have said something. I I wasn't paying attention to it. You weren't paying attention. To be honest. So how was the game? Quick yes. recap. I sure. watched very little of the game, because I was there with my two daughters. Yes. Uh, and my Who father. Had no interest. Yeah. So their their big takeaway was cotton candy is sold at football games. So we had a cotton candy each for them. Oh my god, that was a mistake. And a box of popcorn. They lasted about two and a half quarters. Just better than I thought. We got there a little late. We got there like five or six minutes left in the first quarter, and we left after the third quarter. Very high okay. scoring game. The quarterback for Towson was running, throwing, and just generally moving the ball up the field whenever he wanted to. By himself, Citadel nice. scored pretty well. Like, their defense was kind of garbage, Towson's. Yeah. Or Citadel's offense was good. I don't, no one was playing a lot of defense. They were. Right. They stopped the Citadel a few times, and the Citadel basically did not stop Towson at all. Um, it was interesting. Our seats, the, the stadium felt like Spring Valley, where I went to high school stadium. Like, it felt about the same size. They really? had benches on it. Like, uh, in my, our high school stadium was sort of in a bowl where you enter at what would be the top of the, the stadium top. and walk down into it. Uh, yeah. And theirs was set up very similarly. It felt pretty much the exact same size as my high school stadium, which was interesting. Uh, we just had, at our high school, we just had sort of the concrete steps as seats. These actually had bleachers on them, so it was, it was a little fancier than our stadium was. Nice. It may have been updated up. by now. Um, yeah. It was actually your high school stadium too, but it was at my high school. It was indeed. That's correct. Um, but we were sitting pretty low, and I mean, generally, when you, when I've gotten tickets to a football game, I've been up pretty high. But when you're sitting that low, it's hard to see like the whole field because we were probably like, I don't know, five or ten rows up from the bottom. Oh wow! Yeah. And we were on, I don't know, maybe the thirty or forty yard line. I mean, we our seats were fine, but. It was just a little Not hard to see the viewing. whole field. Like it's hard to get the, you know, you're, if, especially if you're used to watching football on TV where you can see the whole field. Obviously, they have replays and all that kind of crap. But to sure. follow the action, it was a little uh, skewed perspective-wise. Okay. Um, the other highlight for the girls were the cheerleaders, where they were doing a couple tumbling runs. My older daughter's big into gymnastics, so she was into that, and they did like probably two or three a person. And one of the cheerleaders was uh, doing her tumbling run, ending in sort of a backflip, and landed on her knees. Like, she didn't rotate enough and just kind of, boom, right on her knees. On like, and it was another field where they had, like, the track around the outside, so it was that sort yeah. of, like, 
I don't know if it was rubbery or if it looked more like this sort of like rough stuff. Oh, I don't know what you call that. It might have been. I'm sure it was cushion, like whatever. Yeah. The recycled Still. stuff. But it it looked like I was surprised she wasn't like coming up with bloody knees because <laughs> people were watching them because it was sort of a break in play. And everybody goes, ooh, like the whole crowd gave the big. <laughs> oh, They reacted shit. more to the cheerleader <laughs> fail than they did the football game is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, the game, yeah, whatever. College football, as we've discussed previously, I'm not like a huge fan of college football. Uh, right. There was a fair amount of passing, though. I mean, it was not a, like I said, not a lot of uh, quality defense being played, but there was a lot of scoring, so that was that's good. good. For two teams you don't care about, that's what you want is high yeah. scoring, so that you can see some excitement, exciting plays. So that was it. Do you know I who mean, won the game? <laughs> Oh, Towson won for sure, probably by like 20 oh. points. I think it was like 41 to 27 or something ridiculous oh. like that. They, I mean, they scored a lot of touchdowns, both teams. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's what you need. Yeah, I saw on presumably Instagram uh, pictures of, I believe, both of your daughters actually taking small handfuls of cotton candy and balling it up before putting it in their mouth. I'm not sure yes. exactly what was happening there. They were but... making their own sort of like Jolly Rancher-ish. They're compacting it into a little nugget. I mean, it didn't. It wasn't like a hard candy, but... Right. Uh... As hard as you can get with cotton candy. I gotcha. So the final so was... score was so... 44 to 27. Say that again, 34 to 27? 44 to 27. 44 to 27. Yeah, that is high scoring, especially for Citadel. Um... Okay. Well, interesting. So no tailgating, obviously no post-game tailgating because you left. Uh, no. So uh, our father left. The game started at four and uh, my younger daughter was asleep and a nap. So my dad at three o'clock, the stadium was like 15 minutes from our house. <laughs> at three o'clock, my dad's like, oh, we're going to the game. We'll meet you there. He's like, I think we should take two cars in case the girl gets tired. Girls get tired, which was a good idea. But he, I don't, yeah, I don't know course. what the hell they did for like 45 minutes before the game started. Who knows? Uh, and then he stayed, he's like, I'm going to stay and watch the whole game. I was like, all right. He's sort of a glutton for punishment right. that way. He was he was he yelling smelled, at his yeah. classmates for leaving when they were down like 20 points in the third quarter. <laughs> he's like, if you're going to leave early, you might as well not come at all. So there was a, a big Citadel alumni contingent. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say big. There were probably... 50 to 75 people there, maybe, cheering for the I mean, for, for Towson. Yeah, I mean. In Maryland, that's that's a ways to yeah. travel. Sure, some of them could have lived in the area, but. Yeah, still. I assume a fair number lived in the area. or yeah. Like I said, he saw another one of his classmates who I believe drove probably from wow. the Charleston area. That seems ridiculous to me. What, but, um, yeah, what was the, uh, what was the halftime entertainment? Uh, their band played. It was fine. The Towson band? Yeah. Uh, they were actually sitting next to us. They passed out earplugs to us, which the girls... That was the other thing I was doing is they had the like little foam earplugs. And uh, yeah. my youngest daughter, they were constantly falling out of her ears. So she would wear them for about five minutes, knock it out of her ear, ask me to roll it up and put it back in her ear, at which point it stayed in for another two to three minutes. And right. I did that for... An hour and a Most half. Most of the game. <laughs> yes. 
I mean, there, it wasn't like unbearably loud, but I could see like it wasn't pleasant. Yeah, it's nice of them to at least right offer. To yeah, yeah. I don't. I've I don't never heard of that happening. I think it was Towson people who were passing out the earplugs. Yeah, I, I don't. It could have been a Citadel. Per, I, they were just you know little disposable earplugs, but. Yeah, yeah. I've. No complaints. I thought it was years. very hospitable. Yes, indeed. Very nice indeed. Um, but yeah, it was fine. Okay. Uh, I mean, we grew up going to Citadel games. Uh, I felt like we were sort of indoctrinated into being enthusiastic fans, but I enjoyed it as a kid. The game was right. fine this time. I, I would have liked to watch it more, but my attention was drawn elsewhere for most of the game. Understandable. And like kids didn't really seem super interested in it, which is fine. I mean... No loss there. Football's football's fun to watch, but it's also a huge time suck. Yeah, it no, it definitely take is. a long time. <laughs> like, I mean, I know you can do other things while you're watching it, but like, if you go to a game, that's like most of that's a day. A yeah, yeah. No, I, I uh, obviously this past weekend I watched the the Clemson game, but then I also there was a very big game on, which I'm sure you did not watch. Dad may have watched. Um, Penn State versus Ohio State. Saturday night. Oh yeah, he and, told me about it. I think. Yeah, and and here Came back in the end or something. Here, it, well, yeah, Ohio State won. Unfortunately, Spoiler. But here it kicked. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll hear this at the end of October. So if you don't know by then who won the Penn State Ohio State game, <laughs> tough shit. You don't, um, obviously don't care about college football. Exactly. So here it started at six thirty. And for some reason, those primetime games—I think they have longer half times and they have more commercials. It's like, it starts at four hours, meaning it's always at least four hours long. And this one, you know, because it was a close game, there were more timeouts and everything. It was it was a four-and-a-half-hour game. And, Oof, uh, that's brutal. That's, so, I mean, for me, it finished at 11. If you're on the East Coast, it's 1 o'clock in the morning when the thing finishes. And I just, I don't, yeah, know, I don't know why those games start at 8.30. Sports Center or something the next day when he was telling me about yeah. it. It was... So we talked briefly about the uh, Clemson quarterback yeah, leaving, yeah. and you're saying, well, it's fine as long as the backup doesn't get hurt, and then the backup correct. got hurt, right? Also correct, yes. <laughs> In the first half of his first game starting, he uh, was scrambling, got to the sideline, tried to take a few steps forward. He'd actually stepped out of bounds, insult to injury, before he took these few steps forward, but after taking a few steps forward, he lunged to get as many yards as possible. The opposing player, like two freight trains coming on the same track towards each other, you know, vaulted his body towards him and nailed him in the shoulder, neck, head area. And he immediately just fell flat and, like, laid there for a second and then rolled over, and I was like, this is not good. <laughs> at the, at so the was, least, he's in he concussion protocol. Yeah, he was concussed. So, in the least, I was like, he's in concussion protocol. Worst case, he just blew out his shoulder or rotator cuff or something. But... Um, he eventually got up, but they went to commercial, and he's still laying there. I'm like, oh, he eventually shit. got up. That is not a good sign. But he eventually got up, walked over, and immediately they showed the, you know, who a few days later was a third string guy, who was now the second string guy, taking off his little vest and putting his helmet <laughs> on, starting to warm up. And I'm like, oh, putting my on God. his shoulder pads. Yeah, exactly. Putting his cleats on. Um, <laughs> taking off his sweats. I mean, the only good part was it was a third down play, so. The next play was a punt, so he didn't have to go right in. He had some time to kind of warm up and 
have the coaches say, stop crying, your <laughs> nose is bleeding, you'll be fine, kind of a thing. But no, uh, Chad Bryce is the kid's name. He did an amazing job. Clemson was behind the entire game, and they came back in the, in the fourth quarter and scored two touchdowns to win by like four points. And the kid had a super high intensity, like two and a half minutes ago, it was fourth and six, we were still down. It was on what turned out to be the game-winning drive. He made a, like a 15-yard pass just on a rope. Um, and then a few plays later, he scrambled and ran for like 25, 25 yards, which no one thought he could do. And clearly the defense didn't think <laughs> he could do it either. Chad. He just, including Chad, yes, exactly, <laughs> including Bryce himself. Um, but, no, he did a great job. I mean, thankfully, everything I've heard and read, Trevor Lawrence, who is the kind of the freshman phenom, will be back this weekend. So it was just a concussion protocol that he he has now passed. He practiced yesterday, practiced today, so he should be fine. But, yeah, absolute worst-case scenario. The whole place, Memorial Stadium, was just in a, a death pall when he uh, lay yeah, there and didn't get up for a minute. Thank you. Uh, so, but hopefully that's behind us now. And uh, now we know that Chad Bryce, if needed, <laughs> if can called upon, step in, for in a pinch, downs. can step in. And, you know, I got to give – I know you don't care about any of this, but I got to give credit really to don't. our running game. Travis Etienne, who was our kind of phenom sophomore running back, had over 200 yards, which was by far a record for him, had at least two touchdowns, maybe three. He had a fantastic game. He was ACC Player of the Week. Um, and, of course, our defense, which is the best defense in the nation, really kind of shut down Syracuse. They only scored one more time after halftime. Shut it down. And we needed that because we were – Playing with some backups there, so uh, it was exciting. I don't need that kind of excitement in my life, but um, it was definitely exciting to, to watch them pull out the win. And now hopefully this weekend will be kind of, you know, business as usual, back to normal. But we'll uh, we'll find out in a couple of days. So anyway, all right, so that's football chat. I did want to ask, and I was going to transition it when you were talking about your daughters, because this is kind of the question related to them. I just feel like this is something that kids don't do anymore because mm-hmm. we're in that trophy generation and, you know, got to protect the kids at all costs. This is, this is a fall activity. Yes. This is very much a fall-related question. My question is, and I, don't, I don't see it around the neighborhood either, not that I'm looking for it, but <laughs> does anyone... Well, I got kids in the... I mean, I, I, I live 100 yards from a... Not even 100 yards from an elementary school, so there's plenty of kids there, too. Yeah, they allow does that. Does anyone... Yeah, they do. I didn't Go tell ahead. them. Shh. Does anyone rake up leaves in the front or backyard and just jump into leaf piles anymore? Does that still happen? Do your kids do that? I like how you say What's anymore, it? like people ever did that. People, I, I did it. No, you did not. It was not. fun. Sure I did. Fall time. Leaves falling out of the trees. God this knows is... we were doing yard work at four <laughs> and five years old. This is We'd rake bu- them into piles. This is a bullshit onto... memory of yours. We never hang did on, that. Hang on, hang on. We'd rake them into piles onto what? The tarp. The tarp, that's right. And before we pulled the tarp away to stuff them into bags to put them in the trash can, on occasion, if heads were turned, if lunch was served and we were still out there, we'd jump in the leaf piles. <laughs> I mean, I think we did because you see it in cartoons, but it was never, exactly. a, satis- it was never a satisfying experience. And no, it we just only made had you leaves. Itchy, gave you chiggers. We only had leaves in uh, Arkansas, I feel like. We, never, we didn't have much deciduous cover. In South Carolina, we had pine straw, but not leaves. Well, that's just wrong again. Where, where were the what non-pine trees did we have? We had a shit ton of leaves in the 
way, way backyard in Greengate behind the outer fence. Yeah, we never we certainly had those. I, I remember some it. child labor laws that were broken back in the day. <laughs> and then in Spring Valley, oh, we certainly had we had we had leave leaf producing trees in Spring Valley. We had a lot of pine trees too. But we certainly had leaves. Okay, I don't remember like raking leaves. I also don't really remember jumping into piles of leaves. Yeah, it's not fun. You, like you want it to be like a a big fluffy cushion, but it's yeah, like snow or something. Sticks. Right. Anyway, the thing. question at hand. <laughs> Uh, do people do? Is, I'm sure they do. It's, it's. I'm just saying it's not worth it. Don't bother. Oh, man. <laughs> Anti-fall rant here by Todd. I, I love today. fall. I just, like, soups. Soup's my favorite type of food. Fall is perfect soup weather. Warm drinks. Sad. Sweaters. All that stuff. You do love sweaters, that's for sure. Good <laughs> sweater, sweater over a button-down... Button-down uh, oh, collar under, shirt, man. Underrated '90s emo band, sweater sweater weather. Sweater weather, yeah. Featuring Indeed. the first drummer from Braid, the talent, super talented Ray Ewing, who Indeed. I think was. I thought it was vet- Roy. Roy, sorry, Roy Ewing. Yeah, yeah, whatever his name is. It is Roy. Yeah. I think it's Roy. He's definitely. I mean, sorry, Damon, but I think he was better than Damon Atkinson. I mean, Damon Atkinson is very good. He's a very math. He is the math drummer. But yes, Roy Ewing was was an excellent drummer as well. I can't deny it. <clears throat> Anywho, yeah. So I, I don't know. I haven't seen a yep. lot of kids jumping into leaf piles. I'm sure it happens in Maryland. There's quite a few deciduous trees around here and a lot of leaves. Yeah, you have eighty thousand deciduous <laughs> trees around your house. That's why I'm asking you the question. So My... your, your daughters do I not think, have any interest. I think in they like tried trees. doing it last year and then. As I mentioned, realize it's not really any fun, so they probably stopped doing it after. Maybe you should make twice. a bigger pile for them. It doesn't matter the pile. <laughs> so I'm saying there's no, like, you can't make it <laughs> dense enough where it's an appealing. You're basically jumping on the ground, which I'm right. sure they would enjoy that. But Of course. It's as not, a child, I, not... I, I can't do that anymore. I'd break something, so that's why you do it <laughs> yeah. as a child. I mean, it, it's not like jumping into a beanbag or something. Oh, I noticed this today. I was scrolling through Instagram. There are a oh, lot boy. of uh, premium bean bags being offered that convert into beds and like n- super new fillings and stuff that are super fluffy. I feel like people. Where did you see this? I saw at least two ads and like just a quick scroll through Instagram offering two different mm-hmm. types of bean bags. The first one was a jumbo bean bag that you could unzip the cover and turn into a bed. They were touting it as so comfortable your guests will never want to leave, and I was like, I doubt that's true. But, and I would have been like, well, then I'm not getting it, but go ahead. <laughs> and then there was another one that was talking about this sort of how it conformed to your body. This one was just a beanbag. And I was like, who needs all these beanbags? I don't know why I'm being targeted for beanbag chairs. They that was I'm... my next question. What the hell are you ordering or what are your followers posting that you're getting beanbag I advertisements? I, I did. I mean, I do follow some like mid-century furniture people, but none of those things are beanbags. I don't know. It was weird to me. Hang on, let's back up. You follow mid-century furniture people? Uh, yeah, people that post mid-century furniture and some antiques dealers. Like for sale or just they just post it because they like it? Both. Or both. Interesting. You yeah, you would, would think someone would, who follows mid-century... saying we wouldn't have a lot of crossover in that genre no. of postings in our Instagram so. following. Bottom line point is... You don't let your kids jump into leaves. I get it. It's not a problem. 
It's not that I don't let them, they just have no interest in doing it. Sounds like an influence by their father. But that's fine. Maybe. Yeah, you don't care. All right. uh, I'm going to skip the other topic because I was just trying to put in some filler there. So let's jump right into Todd's (laughs) favorite. Um, NBA chat, everybody. That's right. Shut up and dribble. Let's talk about the NBA for a minute. Talk about a couple of things. We're in preseason. We are in preseason. games. Your 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 boy LeBron, your man LeBron, has played his first game as a Laker. I believe he was had a nine five and three line, so really blowing it out, earning that one fifty four million. Probably probably paid played for like fifteen minutes though. He didn't play that much, but he played enough to at least get ten fucking points. Come on, LeBron, playing one hundred fifty four million dollars. Not turned out for one year. Not in one year, in four years, but still. Anyway, go ahead. Um, Lead us so I was, NBA I, I was just curious what you thought, where you thought the Lakers would finish with their new LeBron-ish team. Six seed. And then I was going to weigh in where the Lakers, or the Blazers, sorry. Right, Freudian <laughs> slip. So I was I thinking the... Portland would be yeah. the fifth seed. I actually think the Lakers could be the fourth seed, but. Okay. I think after watching all of the summer league games, I, I, I did kind of a in the last month I've watched way more basketball than I probably should have. Watching all the summer league games and then watching this preseason game last night, they're actually playing I think right now, or they're about to tip, they're playing Denver again. Denver beat them pretty soundly Sunday night. Um I think it's gonna take some time to gel. I know it's still preseason, I get it, but I look at the the surrounding pieces. Rondo was playing a lot better than I expected. He and LeBron clearly have some sort of connection because they were like high-fiving and dapping and shit. Um, <laughs> Brandon Ingram looks amazing. He's, uh, I'm telling you, he's the he's the heir apparent. If he sticks around in L.A., he could be a, a multi-time all-star. He's an excellent player. Uh, Kuzma's not getting as many minutes. He's coming off the bench, at least in preseason. Don't know if that that'll continue. Sense. It does make sense. He's, he could be a, he could be six-man easily. Um and then, other than that, like JaVale McGee, man. by the way, JaVale McGee had an incredible game. He looked better than I've ever seen him. <laughs> he was dunking. He was getting alley-oops. He's, he's been, I mean, in his time with the Warriors, he's been a real just sort of like opportunistic scorer, which is what yeah. he needs to be. Like, you obviously don't want JaVale getting his own shot. But no. if he, like, he he's a big dude and he can still move okay. Yes. So if yes. you can get him lobs and just like put backs. So. Oh, he did? Yeah, I mean, his, yeah, he cut this rat tail off. So, I mean, his that's only shots were within four feet, but that's okay. He can stay within four like feet. He's going 80% from there. I'm pretty sure he was like eight for, yeah, he was eight for 10 <laughs> or seven for 10 or something. But he had like, I don't know, 16, 17 points. He had a great game. The only, uh, the, the disappointing players from the ragtag bunch that have joined LeBron in LA were Stevenson did not really play that well. He played decent defense, as you'd expect, but... Yeah, but he's always going to be a streaky dude. Like, he's going to be amazing for one game and then shitty for the next eight. I know. I'm just telling you what I saw. And then Michael Beasley played (laughs) like he's been in China for ten years. I mean, he didn't know what the hell was going on. He had a terrible game. I hope he... Also not surprised. He might might not even make the team. Um, But, you know, and I won't go into too much detail, but we have a a rookie, uh, Micaiah Look. I don't know. It was a kid from Kansas who was a dead eye shooter. He could shoot from half court and make four out of five. Um, and then we have uh, the other guy who did not play, interestingly, was um, Wagner from Michigan, who had an amazing summer league. So 
I don't know if he was injured or they were just keeping oh, him out. Summer could, League's he, definitely a predictor of success in the NBA. It is. It is. No, Kyle Kuzma. Not even or, a little bit. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma was uh, the runner-up in the MVP voting in last Summer League, I'm just saying. Um, so uh, Wagner could be a very big contributor, could eventually start at center unless McGee continues to play like he did in the first preseason game. So a lot of good signs, a lot of bad signs. We lost the game, but it's preseason. Who cares? Um, but long story short, I do not think they're going to make the four seed and to your second point, I'll just jump into that. 48 and a half wins. I think they'd need 53 or 54 wins to make the four seed, if not more. Um, yeah, so last year, if, the three seed was 49 wins. So, Okay, fair enough. Uh, so if you're implying with the go the fuck on home with that nonsense of 48 and a half wins, they're going to go under that, and yet you're saying they could make the four seed. I'm confused. Well, so, yeah, well, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm... I, LeBron, you know, likes to coast a little in the regular season because he, he knows he can do better in the playoffs. It's going to be harder for him this year because you're not going to be able to coast and seed as high as you could in the East. Right. So West and versus East, yeah. like he definitely wants to be four seed or above. He's not going to be the one or two, probably no. not going to be the three. So the, I feel like the best he could hope for was the four seed, but I mean, so my thing to get the fuck out of here with that nonsense, they're over under is 48 last year. They were 35 and 47. So right. to me, you're telling me LeBron is worth 14 wins. That's where I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. No way. I mean, and, and the other it. people they added are not good. Okay. That's fair. But <laughs> as we talked about on this pod several times, cause we have far too many NBA chats it's a very young team. So a team that's just one year older and at this age should be one year better. And they replaced some of the trash they had last year. Let's be honest on the bench with, okay, they're not all-star caliber caliber players, but Rondo is definitely an improvement. He's, you know, if he ends up backing up Lonzo, that's a great backup as a point guard. He's got many, many years in the league. I told you what JaVale McGee did. I hope we get rid of and cut Stevenson and Beasley. We're not going to, but veteran guys, that hopefully will allow those younger guys, you know, will lead them, will be the leadership example that they need. That's We don't necessarily even need them to put up numbers every night. We just need them to unify and gel the team. Do you know what you're saying? You're saying yes. Stevens, Stevenson, Rondo, and JaVale McGee are going to be your leadership guys? Again, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Those guys are like three of the biggest head cases in the fucking NBA. Rondo Beasley's is a notorious... By far the worst malcontent. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even consider Beasley. He's going to be good. pissed because he's not playing because he sucks. He's gonna, They're going to cut him. They're going to cut him. Stevenson, fucking nightmare on the bed, like in your locker room. Those three, like, that to me is like, they're worth at least a few losses on the team. Whatever oh, skills they might have, like their attitudes are terrible. But Todd, if but Todd, Rondo get If Rondo gets hurt you're... and or pissy about Lonzo's playing time, he's going to fucking submarine that team. You're forgetting <laughs> that we are now led by the chosen one, Todd. We are oh, yeah. led by LeBron the king. James. I mean, that LeBron is... LeBron, I feel like LeBron can sort of reign in the locker room. I'm just saying, you're playing Think with about his with last couple years on your team. <laughs> Think about his last couple years on the Cavs. That's all he had was knuckleheads. I know. And Kevin Love, but everybody else, he always has this cast of... this. This band of merry mates, 
who are just a bunch of idiots, but you actually have legit young players on the team as well. So I mean, all due respect to LeBron, I think he can definitely help the team get better. I don't know if he's worth 14 wins. That seems crazy to okay. me. Okay. I don't either. If I was betting $100, I would bet the under on 48 and a half. Not much, but I would bet the under. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying they're going to be like, like 45, 30, maybe 46. 38 wins. I'm just saying I don't think they – 49 wins seems crazy to me. Okay, so Lakers. again – I mean, I I can be wrong. I hope G- I'm not just because I hate the Lakers. Do. But I know you do. If you're GTFOing the situation, I don't understand how you can say that and in the same breath say you think they're going to end up as high as the four seed. I'm Why not put them could. in the eight seed? I mean, I, I think it's more likely they're in the bottom half. The thing is, there's like eight to ten teams that could be in the last right. six seeds. Yeah, so, I agree. Uh, so, okay. in a similar yeah. thing, Portland's over-under is 41 and a half. Right. Which, I mean, they they lost Ed Davis and Shabazz Napier, but... Loved Ed Davis. I love Ed Davis, too. Former Laker. Yeah, former uh, Laker. Yeah, he played better for the Blazers. Anyway, um, Shabazz was actually a really good sort of third guard, but they have Seth Curry, who was hurt last year, but, you know... Again, a dead-eye shooter, so I think he could actually help space the floor for them. Duke grad, so obviously a good addition. Um, I mean, they didn't really add a lot, but I, I don't feel like they lost eight games. Like, I don't feel like they've gotten eight games worse. I know the, the reason Vegas puts it here is because they think the West has gotten that much better. Right. But, I mean, Golden State's whatever. They're already, like, I guess maybe they got a little better with DeMarcus Cousins. Maybe not. doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. I think they Rock- did, although age and injuries is going to be the determining factor for their success this year. 100%. How's my sound? It's better now. I was about to okay. text you and say it went silent again. Not silent, the, uh, but quiet. The Rockets yeah. got worse. By adding Carmelo? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, by they losing... Added, um, they lost Trevor, Trevor Reza, added Carmelo. Yeah, Trevor I mean, I, I think that's a definite downgrade, to be honest with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, unless he unless he clubhouse. wants to be a spot up shooter, which he's not going to do because he's fucking Carmelo, no. right? And, and like he's not going to play any defense. Surprise, he's never played any defense. No one on Houston <laughs> plays defense. That's not a. They're all Olays. They're all bull. Uh, there's a lot of talk about the Oklahoma City being like the third best team or possibly the no. second best team in the West. I nope. think that's fucking bullshit too. No chance. Yeah, no chance. Basically, at all. Their, their whole thing is addition by subtraction. I'm sure they drafted some players or something. They might have added somebody, but I don't see them being that much better than they were last year. Uh, it's all based on this assumption that Russell Westbrook is going to stop playing like hero it's ball. Never gonna which happen. It's yeah, not going to happen. happen. No. Um, I'm trying to think. Pelicans, they're always like a health team, but they lost to Marcus Cousins. Right. I mean,. In, I mean, Anthony Davis is then, good for 30, 35 wins by himself, but who's but he's around? He's good for like 65 games. I mean, they've yeah, got Drew, the Drew Holiday. Whatever, they're good. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is. Who else are we talking about in the playoff? The jazz. The jazz. the jazz. I think the Jazz will probably take a step up. But again, I mean, all these teams are based. It's it's all based on like health issues. Because yeah, any, any one of these teams, like if there's an injury to one of their serious players, then like happened to the Jazz last year when Gobert got hurt they basically dropped probably 15 games yeah ish in what yeah. they could have won sure 
And then, uh, like, Minnesota, seems like Jimmy Butler's not going to play for them, so yeah, I could see them missing disaster. the playoffs pretty easily. Anyway, right. I, I, I don't see the Blazers being that much worse than they were last year. I don't know if they'll get 49 wins, but I think 41 and a half, I'd definitely take the over. I mean, here's the thing with the Blazers. Big surprise. Do they still have, do they, of course, well, yeah. Homer, do they still have Lillard? Do they sell McCollum? The answer is yes. So, well, yeah, they have to have supporting pieces around those two guys. But it doesn't really make that big of a difference as long as they have decent talent around them. I think they're not moving in either direction, up or down, as long as that talent essentially stayed the same. You mentioned the, the guys they lost. That's fine. But don't worry, you got Myers Leonard. The legend. What more do you need? He's a beast. I, I don't. I mean, everybody wants him. We're thinking about trading him for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. So um, I was. I was wondering. Yeah. Who, just to wrap this up, so we don't ramble on about the NBA, which I don't, we haven't. But uh, who who We're do you predict there. to be your best East and West? Boston and Golden teams State. in the East and the West. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what I put down. So they. The Vegas odds for Boston are 57 and a half. Last year they won 55 games, which I might take the over in that because the East has gotten weaker without LeBron, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, there's like three good teams and the rest of the teams are just kind of, eh. I mean, how many times does Boston play Philly and how many times does Boston play Toronto? Toronto. And how many times does Boston play the West? They'll Everything else play, is a win. They probably play Philly three times. Okay. So you play three yeah, I mean, in your division. You I don't add know all Toronto's those games up. Division. You add all those games up, Philly, Toronto, and the Western conference, cut it in half, take that number and add it to every other game. And that's their, that's their win total. Obviously they're not going to win every single East Eastern conference game, but I feel like they're going to be favored in every other game they play in the Eastern conference. Yeah. And golden state last year won 58 games and they came in second place last year, as you remember. Uh, but this year they're over under sixty two and a half. I don't know if they're going to get four games better or five games. But how much of that was influenced by injuries? Last year? Yeah, the fifty eight. Wasn't Curry hurt for not that much? Couple, couple stretches and a little bit, but I mean, not like I feel like he missed probably fifteen games, maybe. I don't know. So here's the thing, and this was the case with with the Cavaliers for the past few years as well, and you you kind of alluded to it earlier. Golden State, in my opinion, could win 68 games if they wanted to, if Steve Kerr wanted them to. But they don't need to. Agreed. Yes, exactly. Who cares? They don't have to. I mean, that was their whole thing. That was their whole thing last year. Like, they were bored for most of the regular season. Yeah. They turned it on when they needed to. Obviously, dominated in the finals. Almost lost right. to the Rockets, but I think that's because they were just fucking around. Yeah. So for them to, I mean, I think they put in sort of like mediocre to low mediocre amount of effort during the regular season last year and went messed around and won 58 games. I don't, I don't know if right. they're going to amp that up more than that. Plus, we've already There's talked no about to. the the West being better, so I I don't see them yeah. getting to 63 wins. Yeah, I, I would probably take the under. They're, they they. If they committed themselves, again, they could easily be well over that number, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're also a little gun-shy when they had the record for wins. What was it, 73? And they ended up yeah. losing the title. And they lost. 
right. putting too much effort. I mean, obviously they didn't have KD at that time. No, but, the uh, reason they lost the title that year is because Draymond Green kicked somebody in the balls. But that's a whole <laughs> Draymond conversation. Draymond kicked LeBron in the nuts. Yeah, that's the reason. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's you know it's cliche to say, it, but it's theirs to lose. Always. They have two of the top five players on the planet. They added a gigantic piece who, even if he comes back healthy in January, will be a big contributor off the bench for a team that admittedly doesn't really have a center. And DeMarcus doesn't always play back to the basket center as a true center should. Eh, he probably but does more than if most he needs to, other like modern centers. Yeah, though. but he also he also shoots threes and shit. So. But I'm saying, like, if they play New Orleans, well, they can put him in there to, to body up Anthony Davis. And good, if you're limiting production... They don't need him to shoot threes. they got plenty of people who can shoot threes. No! Exactly! <laughs> but he, if, so, he, if he draws a double team ever, whoever's open, give it to him. They're going to make it. It's it's a huge addition that people are... I mean, it's yeah, literally I mean, a huge I, addition. Obviously, no one but, yeah. knows what his health is going to be like. And right. His I mean, it's Achilles injury. You never that, know. That... Uh, Oh, have you seen the? Uh, so this came out on Twitter today. I I didn't put this on here, but I don't know if you saw it. Uh, there's the the famous or the infamous Kobe uh, didn't flinch GIF or video with Jr. Oh, the Matt, Smith. Matt Barnes pass. Matt Barnes, Sacramento. sorry, yeah. yeah. So there's a new it's on, angle. It's on, it's on my. Hang on, hang on. It's on my desktop at work. That's how much I love that <laughs> GIF. Go ahead. There's a new angle that shows it from above. Where it looks like Kobe is not actually standing directly in front of Matt Barnes. He's a little bit off to the side. There's some conflicting, obviously all the Kobe fans, of which you are one for some reason. Yes, um, 100%. Top five are, saying, are saying Matt Barnes is still sort of throwing it at his face. But it looks like he's sort of passing it in kind of to the side of Kobe. It's not, it's not, it's still something where a normal person would flinch, but it's not, he's not throwing it directly at his face. Okay. It's a little you, more slight to the okay. side. All right, you fucking Blazers homer. Let me ask you a question. Then. <laughs> this is not me. That this is uh, no. But other you're people, bringing it up, so I'm gonna ask. The internet is basically like it's less impressive now that I've seen it from the other angle. Well, whatever. The internet can suck a dick. Anyway, why is <laughs> Matt Barnes Mamba. exactly? Why is Matt Barnes <laughs> faking that pass then, if it's not just to get a reaction from Kobe? Is, is he trying to fake out another defender who may have been watching what Matt Barnes was doing? Well, I mean, you can fake pass for any number of reasons. Maybe you're trying to get people to th- think that you're passing to one player when you're trying to pass to another. But it's you have to understand the context and the background of it because Matt Barnes and Kobe were teammates at one point in time. And there was a less than loving falling out between the two of them. And so he's clearly doing it to be a dick because that's who Matt Barnes is. And so I, I think there's no question. I will no not question. stand for this Matt Barnes slander. No, I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit about Matt Barnes. Yeah, he, he never okay. played for the Blazers, so I know you don't care about him. Good try. But so the question is, why why else would he be doing that? The answer is he was doing it to try to intimidate Kobe, try to make him flinch, look stupid on national TV. And Kobe said, I am the Black Mamba. <laughs> I am one of the all-time greats. I flinched for no man. And so he did not flinch. And it is an amazing gift that, as I said four minutes ago, is on my desktop at work. And occasionally I pull it up just to look at it and go, that is one bad man. You don't mess with Kobe. I'm just saying, if you get a chance, you should look at it from the other angle. See if it changes your opinion. I'm sure it won't because you're such a fucking Lakers homer. But just add a little context to your life. 
I'll okay, send first it of all, to you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just, go, yeah, I'm not gonna go into Twitter, the Twitter sphere. It's a, it's a dark, dark cave that I try oh, never to see. That bad. All right, so I'll see if I can just look it up. If you just type in Kobe Flinch, you'll see it. Our Kobe Flinch overhead. I'm looking right now. Oh yeah, I should put instead of new angle, I'll put overhead. Let's see what I come up with here. Is it is it also a GIF? Is it a still still There's a shot? There's a GIF What's and a video. Or, actually, all I saw was a GIF. Okay. Oh, hang on. There it is. So Kobe's sort of rocking back and forth on his. He is because he's a bad man. That's, that's true. Um, Deadspin has it. You can kind of see. Yeah, and it kind of looks like he's rocking away from it when he when he throws it in. I mean, again, I think it's the thing. I still think he would have uh, a normal person would have flinched, but Kobe right. was hopped up on uh, plasma rich oh, platelet go. injections or whatever in here his knees, go. so he could. No, he, he, could, was, he, he was busy. <laughs> he was busy fantasizing about Colorado uh, resort women. That's what he was doing, obviously, right? Is that where he um, raped the woman? That is. Uh, let's see. Yeah, see, but... And again, this could be Photoshopped. I don't know. It's but, <laughs> Photoshopped. Get the fuck no, out. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying, <laughs> but the, the still shot that I'm looking at is an overhead shot. It has Matt Barnes' arms extended, and the ball is four inches from Kobe's face. So maybe at that point he was rocking away. I can't find the GIF for some reason. Just send it to me. Yeah, just send um, it to you. But... Oh, okay. There we go. But I'm telling you... All right, let me watch this. Let me watch this. This will be the end of the show. The debunking this falsity. You can't really tell, but it, it doesn't... It looks like he's not doing it right in his face. Is this and a I gift versus... I, I don't know if it's sped up. It's a gif. It's not playing for you. No, hang on. It's loading. This guy's got a weird background to his page. Yeah, that's good. Give us some. Uh, actually, don't don't give us any background music. Nobody wants that. Let me try this again. I think I selected. Oh, here we go. Okay. We are looking What's... at the uh, the GIF on at Bubba Prog's feed. Here we go. All right, now it's playing. I mean, if you pause it when his arms are extended, Kobe is right in front of it. Yes, he was rocking away from it, but he did not move at all. He didn't move his hands up. Nothing like that. Nothing even close to that happened. He said, come on, Barnsey, throw it in. Anyway, I so I, I knew that would definitely Bad change man. your opinion of the Mamba. Yeah, <laughs> of course, obviously. Just I'm now an anti-fan. Yeah. Bitch, please. <laughs> you're, you're Derek Fisher for life is now your D Fisher. D Fisher's a bad man too. Point four seconds. Oh God. What you got, Spurs? Nothing. Nothing. Anyway. They got several championships. Yeah, they did, but not that year. <laughs> I don't think so. Actually, the Lakers didn't win that year either. But that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> Any year the Lakers was... didn't win is a good year. That was the famed Carl Malone, Gary Payton team. So much talent. Started four Hall of Famers. 
Four first ballot Hall of Famers. And we couldn't win the championship. Malone did get hurt. Whatever, I don't need to go into it. Anyway, all right. So that's it. That's all we got. October 2nd, 2018, Bro Pod Scott and Todd. Hit us up on the Instagram, the underscore bro underscore pod. That's also our Twitter handle. We were just talking about Twitter. Todd posts things randomly about LeBron James and other things. We don't, we're not too active, but you can interact with us there. Slide <laughs> the into our DMs. The more you write us, the more say. active we will be. That's 100% true. Also, uh, kick an email over our way, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. Ask us some questions. Um, if we don't get too many questions here in the next couple weeks, maybe we'll do some fake questions, and we will um, do some behind the mics, a little documentary series we might uh, put into a regular episode here. I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideas as they come to my mind, in case you can't tell. Also, hit us up on Facebook, BroPod, with Scott and Todd. You can find us everywhere you find podcasts. Listen, like, comment, review, subscribe, share, tell a friend, all that good shit. All right, what else is going on? Anything? Anything else? I got nothing. You got nothing. That's a common theme. All right, ladies and germs. Until next week. Peace. Peace.